Hey you, today is Monday, February 14th. Welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you've stopped by. Now, if you're new, I'd like to take a minute to share what we do here each week. We reflect on last week's quote. And as we reflect, we then grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote and we use that quote as inspiration to set a plan for the week ahead. In the end, we discuss a few highlights of the book of the month. Now, if you're following me each Monday morning for a new podcast, you would know that we missed last week. Now, I have to say, we didn't miss having a quote last week, but we did miss having the podcast last week. And I have to say, I missed all of you. I wasn't feeling well. I can't tell you how many times I started the podcast. And the reality is, my voice was not cutting it. So we're going to not recap just on one week, but we're going to do two weeks today. So I'm feeling much better. So let's get started. Two weeks ago, our quote of the week was the following. You don't have to prove your worth if you know your value. And what was really interesting to me about that quote, one, well, I'm the the author of that quote, so I'm really excited about that. Because to me, that's telling me that each week, as we reflect on our week, I'm starting to do some deep reflection on myself and knowing myself a little bit deeper. And I hope you're doing the same. Because when you really think about when I join an organization, when I am with my peers and my family, I am bringing forth something to the table that is valuable. And that value is me. That value is the unique person that I am and the gifts and the talents that I have. The same goes for you. You know, it's so funny. Let's see if I can remember the title of the book. My oldest son, who is now 11, he got this book when he was a baby. And I want to say on the night you were born. I'll double check it for next week. But the theme throughout the entire book, in fact, I was just reading it to my twin two-year-olds yesterday. It, it tells the children, and it's a really great reminder for us adults, that on the night we were born, it's a celebration because there was never anyone else on this world like you and like me. So it is a celebration because the world is introducing something of value and it's you because only you can bring a unique perspective that you have. Wow. What we tell our children. And it's so true. And we believe every word of it as we're speaking it to our children. But do we always think of it for ourselves? Hold that thought we're going to talk about that more today. But in that week, the whole concept was, and the reminder was that each and every one of us bring value to our organizations. Do we 
know our value or are we trying to prove our worth? Because if we're too focused proving our worth, that means that we have set our eyes on someone or something else and we're using them as the goal and we're trying to aim for that. So we're going down a path or going down a race We're going down a track that may not be for us, but we're trying to meet or exceed that person or that thing, but we are ignoring the track that we are made for, our unique path, by saying, hey, I know my value. I'm going to go down my path. This is where I'm supposed to go. You know, there's a quote out there that always says the grass isn't always greener on the other side. We can get so lost and caught up in trying to live someone else's life, trying to aim for goals that are not our goals, and totally miss out on what's really truly in store for us that will bring us true happiness. So that's what that quote is all about, and I hope that you remember that quote throughout the week and you used it to inspire you in moments that you needed to remind yourself that you have value, that you are value. So for that week, I give myself a B plus. I walked into work in every environment I was in that week. I remind myself I have value and I don't have to do things in a box. I don't have to be cookie cutter. I can just be authentically myself. And that's me. And bring my touch to the things that I do. So yes, I'm giving myself a B plus. Now last week, although I was sick, I made sure that we had a quote to hold on to throughout the week. And the quote was this, your peace is more important than being right. Okay, who said this quote? One of your favorite TV judges. Yes, Judge Million. One thing I have learned in this process each week is that you can find inspiration everywhere. So I don't know about you, but I grew up watching these judges on TV. Judge Million, Judge Brown, Judge Mathis, Judge Judy. Oh, it's, it's a part of how we grew up, right? So I was watching an episode on YouTube nonetheless, and I don't remember all the facts to the case, but what was interesting was that the judge was more interested in the dynamics between the, I believe it was a stepmom and the stepdaughter than she was of the actual case. And she took time in the middle of the case to basically say, time out. She's like, are, are y'all talking? What's your communication like? What's your relationship like? And she took some time to dive into that. And what I thought was so in in important she said in that moment listen as you get older being right becomes less important it becomes less important what becomes important is having peace and I remembered smiling at my phone as I was watching and listening because I was like is it when you get older or do you just when you just realize yeah 
my piece is important. So that's where the quote came from last week. And I held on to that. You know, when you go into a new environment, it's not easy. That whole transition just is not easy. Whether it's a work environment, whether it's within your relationships, within your friendships, within your 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 just your community. If you're in an organization or if you're on a team, it's not easy. Change is not easy for people. And what's really interesting is communication tends to break down. And everyone has the same goal, but just a different perspective. And when you're working with new people, you don't yet understand how they communicate or what their perspectives are or really what their motives are. So you can get so caught up in just being right instead of just having peace. Does it matter if you're right? Does it matter that everybody knows that your perspective to getting something done is a better choice? Or are you just going to get it done? Do you really need the fame? Do you really need the recognition? Or do you just want to have peace? I choose peace. I choose happiness. I choose hope. I choose wonder. So that is where the quote came from. And I hope you were able to lean into it and make your own perception of what it meant for you in your everyday life. So again, last week quote was, your peace is more important than being right. Judge Million. So if I had to grade myself last week, I think with this one, I would give myself a solid B minus. And this is why. I had to do a lot of things last week virtually whether it's speaking with my family or speaking with my coworkers, it's hard. And I think at first everyone thinks of working remotely as just being glamorous. And then you do it for months and over a year. And you realize there is some value in being able to walk into an office and pick up on the body language and just pick up on the environment in general and being able to have a conversation and be able to ask those follow-up questions and not have to have the delays of communication hindering or slowing down the conversation. So I'm going to give myself a B- minus because I know there's room for improvement there. Now, don't forget, you don't have to share your grade for the week. And I don't want you to dwell on your grade for the week. Remember, you get an A, a B, or a C. We don't fail here. You don't fail at life. Life is hard. Yes, it is. But we're growing each and every day. And it's okay to identify areas that may need some attention, that may be weak areas or some blind spots for us. It's okay because we're shedding light on it and we're becoming more aware of who we are each and every day. So it's okay. If your grade was on the lower end, identify the blind spots. Identify the areas that just need a little bit of attention. Take some time to reflect on it and try to come up with a plan. So this week, There's a little bit more light. You know, think of it this way. 
when you're getting in a new car or honestly whenever you're even getting in your car you never know who may have driven your vehicle you're supposed to check your mirrors and make sure that you can see all around you and try your best to adjust your mirrors to minimize or mitigate having blind spots it's the same concept here let's just adjust the mirrors a little bit as we prepare for this week remember you don't fail at life we set our grade we adjust the mirrors and you know the beauty about when you're in your car you start it up and then you head down your journey it's the same thing here we're going to make some adjustments but we're going to keep going down on our journey we're going to get on the road all right so we've had two weeks behind us it's time to focus on the week ahead now the quote this week is from a former Ohio House of Representative. This person was once married to the famous Gladys Knight for two years. And they're an American motivational speaker. Who is it? Any guesses? Mr. Les Brown. Les Brown is known for saying the following. Love yourself unconditionally. Just as you love those closest to you, despite their faults. I'm going to read that one more time. Love yourself unconditionally, just as you love those closest to you, despite their faults. Mr. Les Brown. I know today is February 14th. It's Valentine's Day. It's a day of roses and chocolates and love, friendships, red and pink everywhere. Do you know the history of Valentine's Day? Okay. To be honest, no one really knows the true history of Valentine's Day. It's actually has a very murky history. It's very interesting, of course, of words, isn't it? As I was reading the history and trying to learn more, everyone says it's just confusing. And what stood out to me was murky. Murky is how they celebrate or how they define the history of Valentine's Day. So historians think that it might link to a festival that was celebrated in Roman times. So it was interesting about this festival. They would feast and they would rejoice. And it was a time that men and women were put together by lottery. What? Yeah. Okay. Maybe Valentine's Day is connected to that. Uh, This celebration did happen in the month of February. And there's some thought that Valentine's Day may be connected to the Christian feast day of honoring St. Valentine. All right, we're all very familiar with that one, right? Cupid, mm-hmm, okay. So let's be real, Valentine's Day is not what we think the history is today. Valentine's Day has probably become one of the most commercial days that we have in Western America, right? Western, um, Western society. And what really stood out to me is that this year we are expected to spend 
brace yourself. It's a big number. 23.9 billion dollars on today. That's a huge number. 23.9 billion dollars on chocolate, roses, jewelry, dinners, balloons, teddy bears, 23.9 billion dollars. That's a lot of money. And the reason why I wanted to have a quote this week that specifically focused on loving yourself is because the reality is out of $23.9 billion, I'm very curious to know how many of those dollars are people buying gifts for themselves and loving on themselves. We don't love us, but we'll love everyone else around us despite their flaws. Let me give you an example. How many times have you told yourself, you know something, I'm going to be worthy. I'm going to be lovable when I accomplish X. When I get my degree, then I'm going to be somebody, then I'm going to be lovable. When I lose some weight, then, then I'll spend some money on me. Then I'll reward myself. Because then I'll be happy with what I see in the mirror. I will take care of myself more when I get that promotion. Because right now I'm going to lose sleep. I'm not going to eat well. I'm not going to work out. I'm just going to work, work, work so I am noticed. I forgot my value. I'm fighting to prove my worth. And then when I get to that point, then I will have time to take care of me and love me. We do this all the time. It's a vicious cycle. You know, in the quote, it says to love yourself unconditionally. So I started to type in the definition and to type in the words so I can get the definition of unconditionally. And as I was typing unconditionally, what popped up on my phone was unconditional love. Now, I'm assuming it popped up first because, well, today's Valentine's Day. But nonetheless, I decided, let me read what the definition of unconditional love is. And it reads as follows. Unconditional love is known as attention without any limitations. Or love without conditions. Love without conditions. And when you look up the word unconditional by itself. Its definition is not subject to any conditions. Are you able to love you without having conditions? Can you love yourself despite all your flaws as you love everyone else despite all their flaws? Are you able to look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful and I am loved? Are you able to say, you know what, I am not going to set some rules or goals to buy myself the jacket that I love so much. I'm going to buy it because I love me. Can you say that? You know, for a long time, I had a hard time saying that. And the reality is we all do. We all have flaws. 
the reality is we don't see us the way the world sees us. Meaning there are people that love us unconditionally. Despite all of our flaws. And we don't understand why they love us. Because we don't think we're lovable. So today, this week ahead, and I hope you in you hold on to this quote, not just for the week, but for the rest of your life. I want you to remember, especially today, because I know today can be hard. I hope that today, Valentine's Day, is gentle for you. I want you to remember to love yourself unconditionally, just as you love those closest to you despite their faults. Love yourself without conditions. Love yourself without conditions and limitations. It's not easy. We have to practice it. And we have to really take a step back and figure out what love is. You know, there's a very famous song that goes, I want to know what love is, right? And as we define love, it's not just objects. It's not just things that we can purchase. Love is spending time. Do you spend time for just you? Love is taking care of your body. It's eating well. It's saying, you know what? I deserve to have a nice dinner. It's saying, you know what? I deserve to get some sleep. I love myself enough to know that I can't give all of me to everyone else. I need time for me and myself. I need time to sit and reflect on my day. I need time to just curl up in my bed and hug my pillows and read a book or listen to a podcast. I love myself enough to just take some time and listen to my favorite song. I love myself enough to not judge myself for eating a piece of chocolate. I love myself without conditions of a scale. Ugh might have hurt for some of us huh I love myself unconditionally without conditions without limitations despite my flaws because you love all of you because as we remember two weeks ago you are valuable in a week ago your peace is important when you look in that mirror find your peace love yourself define what love is for you and set aside any and all conditions happy valentine's day I'm so happy to spend today with you okay Let's jump into our book of the month and then let's get ready to start our week. All right. So about two weeks ago, 
I said that our book of the month is going to be from Rick Warren, The Purpose Driven Life. And what I would like to do is read the inside cover for you so you can have a better understanding of what this book is all about. Let me tell you, there's been over 10 million copies sold and this book is continuously on the number one New York Times bestsellers list. And Rick Warren's intro to his book says the following, you are not an accident. Even before the universe was created, God had you in mind. He planned you for his purposes. These purposes will extend far beyond a few years you will spend on earth. You were made to last forever. Self-help books often suggest that you try to discover the meaning and the purpose of your life by looking within yourself. But Rick Warren says that is the wrong place to start. You must begin with God, your creator, and his reasons for creating you. You were made by God and for God, and until you understand that life will never make sense. This book will help you understand why you are alive and God's amazing plan for you, both here and now, for eternity. Rick Warren will guide you through a personal 40-day spiritual journey that will transform your answer to life's most important question, what on earth am I here for? Knowing God's purpose for creating you will reduce your stress, focus your energy, simplify your decisions. That's why I chose this book. This book is 40 days long. And I specifically held up starting this book because I wanted to start this book on my husband's birthday. And 40 days exactly would be our wedding anniversary. So we're going to finish this book together. Now, because I was sick last week, we only got through one day. So we're starting over today. But I highly encourage you to get this book and join us and or get this book and find a friend and have them read it along with you and hold each other accountable to read one day at a time. This is not a book where you read a whole chapter at once. It's really designed for one day at a time, just two to three pages. And what's really interesting is that he broke up each of the days by four features. And each day there's going to be a point to ponder, a verse to remember, a question to consider, and a discussion question. So that's why I wanted to have a partner along with this. I wanted to be able to discuss the questions with someone so we can get a deeper dive into this book. So that is what we're doing. We're starting this week. So by next Monday, I'll have a week's worth of highlights to share with all of you. I'm excited for this. I'm gonna tell you, I bought my husband for his birthday this year, his own copy. And next month, we're going to celebrate our 12th wedding anniversary. He bought me this book 11 years ago. And I've only gotten through maybe the first three to four days. And written in my book, and I'll take a picture of it and I'll post it. You'll see all of these dates written down. That's all the times I've attempted to start this book. And I realized that I was missing a huge part of this book in this journey. I was missing the community. So I reached out to him and I said, hey, can, can you read this book one day at a time with me? And of course he said yes. So if you want, 
pick up the book. It is not too late. And join me for the next 40 days. And or see if a friend will read the book with you. You can get it anywhere. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, wherever you get your books. It's out there. There are tons of these books. And let me tell you, like I said, over 10 million sold. This is one of those oldies book goodies. So with that being said, don't forget the quote of the week. Love yourself unconditionally just as you love those closest to you despite their faults. Remove the conditions on loving you. You don't need them. You are valuable. You are worthy of love. Define what love means to you, for you, and start to build a deeper connection with yourself by knowing yourself and spending time with yourself and taking care of you. I think we're ready for this week. In fact, I know we're ready for this week. We adjusted our mirrors and we're ready to go. Be safe. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. Have a good one.